Today is March 15th. The Yankees continue to dominate the Grapefruit League. Some injuries and some good fun conversation. So let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking the Yanks, presented by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy. I'm coming to you from Colorado. We got Jake in New York and producer Bug Bug Dude sitting next to him in New York as well. How about that? Episode number 567. Whoa. That's crazy. Wow. How you doing, Jake? James, big baby David, Patreon Sam in the room getting some footage. Doing well, everyone in the YouTubes. How are you? Uh, back from Key West, Jim. It's a mess. It's a mess. Key West is wild. I had no idea. Um, you didn't know Key West was wild? No. No, I thought it was almost like a yuppie beach town. It's like What? A, For real? Yeah, man. No idea. Uh, oh. So... It was cool. I mean, it's more New Orleans than anything else, but yeah, um, it's like one of the bigger party of towns. Good, good time. Went to the beach a couple days. Starting to get my bronze on early. Got to get ready for the season opening day. Need to look good. We'll be live streaming and all that. So, uh, I'm good. I'm good. Three days of eating and drinking. The body always feels that. Uh, so gonna have to get back on my training regimen, but. Uh, how are you doing, Tim? You uh, storm of the century, people are saying. Yeah, something like that. Like the fourth most. If some, there's some butter knife stat that exists, doesn't yes. matter that they're saying out here. Like it's the fourth most, fourth biggest dumping in a 10 hour window in Denver's history. Or something like, something mm-hmm. like that. Or it's like, what are you saying? There's too many things there. So, yeah. Now, life's been pretty hectic and crazy, and I'm stressed out, but I'm coming to you from my pillow fort in um, uh, home Embassy Suites in Denver. Shout out. Add. I think I have the the top three 10-hour dumps in Denver history, so I'm glad. Have they named that storm? Does the storm have a name out there? Okay, did this storm have a name? She says, I don't know. I don't know. Bad name for the storm. Uh, yeah, I don't know who's coming. Very confusing. Anyway. Yeah, you talk about eating shitty and, and stuff like that. We were like out of food. We were stuck in the house and there's no food. And then we then we were kicked out of our rental house, but we couldn't get out of town because the highway was closed. So we right. had to rent another house last night. And now we're in a hotel. Some Donner Party of Five stuff. And we're coming back, right? We're coming back tomorrow. And then we leave Friday morning for Savannah. So more food and drinks and shit. Oh, Savannah bananas. (laughs) It's crazy. I did get to watch the Sterling and K game today, which I was excited about. I got to like sit down and actually listen to it. And it was pretty funny. I mean. Yeah, man. I mean, those those two getting back after it, you obviously knew some of the technical stuff would provide challenges. But, I mean, 
Sterling and Kay, it doesn't get much more fun than that. I know there's a couple good raffles here in the bullpen. A couple, uh, like Kayster dropped the first. Oh, like John, you know, it's so great. We Can you believe it's been 20 years since we've done this? And Sterling just totally ignored it and just did a full play-by-play. I think something about the Phillies outfield. And it was like, <laughs> you know, you could, you yeah. could address Kayster, but it's good. And then and then Kay tried to jump back in because he thought Sterling was done, and then he continued on his outfield yes. thing. Yes, it's like Susan's got a tough job. Yeah, <laughs> Susan's got one of the tougher jobs. Queen Susan, man, Queen Susan. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh. and then Hicks mic'd up. That was tough at first, and then good. He makes the catch. Sterling that blew his mind a little bit. That we're we done it. And then, dude, I don't know. We started doing a brainstorm. Because he said that there's a layup Dietrich song for a home run call. And it's one of those things where you want to try to get into Sterling's head, but it's impossible. I mean, yeah, he said there's a, he was like, yeah, Dietrich's got an easy one. And I was like, oh, it must be something that rhymes, his home run call. And then he said, because it's a song. And I thought, oh, well, yeah, I don't, my 1960s musical is still as poor as it, not my 1960s. Musical knowledge is still as poor as it was last year when he did Giancarlo or uh, Urshela. And that's on us. That's our bad. I sent sent BBD a quote from Sterling. What quote? Yeah, Jim, I felt bad. I couldn't couldn't find it because I was – I started setting up for this earlier. uh, And we ended up just waiting um, until after the game anyway, but – Kay, Kay was saying something, and Sterling just chimed in at the end. He said, okay, and I like that. I, yeah. And yeah. it was really good, and I like that. It's uh, Didn't we used to say that on here a lot? When, didn't Greg, Greg Bird, Bird yeah, Bird had an and I like that. Yeah, and I like that. And I like quote. that. Greg Bird, John Sterling. Yeah, man, it's so tough because any, well, literally John Sterling calls. You could clip almost anything Sterling does, and it's it's a thing of beauty. But some some of the nonchalant stuff he does is just mind bottling. But uh, that was fun today. And uh, who's bringing us this episode? Jim, this episode is brought to you by DraftKings, presenting sponsor of the show. Jim, you know what month it is? March. I I hope Storm. I don't know hasn't. Ruined your knowledge of the months It is March man The bracket's out It's happening We're giving away winners man I mean we gave away Iona all last week Do you have a big underdog this week Jim? Iona down with Bama Okay Iona Wow <laughs> Tino who, Hey who, who do, who's got more experience In the dance Oh the whole fort's coming down uh, Who's when- got more experience in the dance Patino or whoever the fuck Alabama's head coach is. I, I'd ling Patino, Jim. And if that's okay. Jimmy's underdog lock, DraftKings is doing, you bet $4, and you can win 64 times that, Jim, which is $256. We know that math. It's easy. Math is so easy. Guys, find the under. It's simple. Find the underdog you like. March Madness. There's so many upsets. It's an upset festival. $4 bet wins you 256 only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 
I'll do all the other stuff. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JUMBOY. When you sign up, turn $4 into $256 if the underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset. Promo code JOMBOY, $4 into $256 for a limited time only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or an Indiana 1-800-9. With it, Jim. I have to. I want to talk more Iona, but I don't know if this is the right formula. I'll say it for John Boy and Jake Radio. Is it? Is it a dive, or is it? Do you think you could get it off your chest in a sentence or two? They're just going to be the new like Butler or okay. um, uh, what, what was Shaka West Virginia? What was Shaka Smart's team? He was. Uh, what was that? VCU. VCU. Okay. Because that's what I, Iona's got Patino for a five-year deal. Unless someone snakes him and he leaves them to go back to a big competitor. Otherwise, he's just going to win the MAC every year. The reason their record was bad is because they didn't play enough games and the, they did the seeding on wins, not winning percentage. They should have been like the number one seed. So like all the underdog stuff. I don't know if Vegas really was with us on that. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for my dad's school. All right. Go Iona Gales. They're about to take five, down. Five foreigners. About How many foreigners does Alabama have on their team? I honestly, off the top of my head, I don't have that. And that's the kind of thing I wish I had researched. Um, I did a whole bracket thing on Wake and Jake this morning. I, some people might love it. Some people might hate it. But if you're looking to just walk through the bracket, we did that. So DraftKings, promo code John Boy. Um, I listened while I did my laundry. How'd the laundry go? Uh, dude, life's been such a mess. Like I haven't yeah. had a stable place to sit or sleep. Or anything. And yesterday I had to wear dirty boxers and Ooh. dirty t shirt because I packed for three days and we've been here for going on six now or whatever. So woke up at six AM to drive to Denver and like laundry was the first thing on my yeah. mind. It felt very good just to get some d- d- uh, stability. You love sitting, sleeping, and having clean boxers. So I'm sorry. It's one of my favorite things. Can I tell you something? I'm really excited about the Yankees. Ooh, okay. Six-game win streaks got you going. I didn't I didn't know they had a six-game win streak until wow. I saw Kyle, Kyle posted that from Talking Yanks like six in a row. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Let's go. I did not know that. It's uh, I so we have some injuries, right? Yeah. Like the I have a very weird take, and we're gonna do all Here the injury go. talk at the at the back end of the show. Yeah. Um specifically about them. But the fact that we had one significant injury to the 26 man, Zach Britton. Yep. And now we've had some other injuries in camp, but they aren't hurting the 26 man. I'm almost more confident in the team because of those, where if we went injury free and everyone was looking as good as they can, I'd just be waiting for the other shoe to right. fall. and being like, this isn't real, but because there's been some blips or blights or whatever you want to say that I'm, I'm, I think we're here. Like I'm, I'm everyone looks so good. Everyone looks so good. Yeah. Who doesn't look good right now? Talkman, but he's not even on a start. He's not even a starter. Like Jay Bruce looks amazing. Tyler Wade. Tell me a starter. Tyler Wade again, not a starter. So tell me a starter that doesn't just look great right now. Yeah. And I know none of this matters, but it's, it's, it's pretty cool. 
Yeah, man. I I think, and even less less than the stats, because I know, like, I, I looked at some of the stats today, like, Geo hasn't been hitting a ton. But, again, it co- turns into spring training. You don't actually care. But He Jim, made a nice play at third today. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, more importantly, it's the boxes you have to check. If we made uh, spring training things we care about the most, like, coming into this, it would be, you know, it would be Kluber and Tyone. Like, do they look good? Do they look healthy? It would be Stanton. It would be Gary Sanchez. Is he hitting the ball to all fields? Like, if we drew up a, a top 10 things we want to see this spring, I'd say, like, 9 out of 10 of them would be checked off. Like, Glaber looks a little more athletic. He bobbled the ball today. He didn't go puppy dog Glaber. He gave himself an F-bomb. I was like, let's go, I baby. I saw that. I like that, let's too. Let's go, uh, Looking at the stats right now, You'd like Voigt to be hitting more, but again, he he's so him and Geo. I don't care about that yeah. really, so I just want him healthy and like looking good. And I guess you want Clint hitting a bit more, but there's not many concerns, man. Especially the pitching, and that's where you know we've seen Hap stink in spring training and then take that into the season and stink. Um, so just to have the squad going into the start of the year with confidence right now, and you know not. Knock on wood, knock on all the wood, because we have two weeks left of this where there could be some big injury, there could be something, but you just want the players themselves like feeling good yeah. about opening day. In the last couple of years, it was it was like trades at the last moment or uh fucking like weird people starting like you know, opening day roster was like full of people like you didn't really weren't gonna be there for the long haul. Like remember like last year, like Bird and Voight were both starting in 2019. Before that, like Tyler Austin was the first opening day starter. I mean, Tulo was the opening day shortstop, and we all knew that wasn't going to last. Like, I don't know. It just feels a little better. No, I mean, the only the only thing positionally, I had a – what's his name? I think Brandon Warren, who does stuff on Twitter. Um, I think he does twin stuff. He, he DM'd me, and he was like, hey, do you think – you got any Yankees sleepers for me? And I was like – you know, not to not to be high horse, but All of them. you can't like that's kind of not what the Yankees are about. Like, unless you label Clint that way, like the lineup set and it's guys you know. Um, you know, if if people don't know Davey, you could do something like that. Otherwise, it's like, I don't know, maybe Johnny Lasagna takes the leap this year, but everybody else on the Yankees, you know. Um, and man, I guess maybe maybe the guy who who is that person who people forgot and we we want to forget was Domingo Herman, who's having one of the best spring trainings of kind of anyone in baseball. Yeah, I mean he looked good again today. What's he at? He's at a full game now, right? Nine innings pitched, zero earned runs, five hits, thirteen Ks. Yep, it's pretty good. I mean he's Davies, ba- Davies Ks are up there as well. He's bakes. I mean Domingo Herman is turning into a Lucas Litke, you know. Hey, what's what's five times three? Fifteen. All over it. Litke's got eleven strikeouts out of the fifteen outs. I mean, he's going to make the opening day roster. Did you hear them talking about him and how they they were trying to get him last year? You should have seen. I, I had an audible reaction when Boone said he's been on our radar for a while. Like, I I get it. You're the Yanks, and they did try to sign him last year, and it was cool when he finally told the story. But Boone opened up, Boone opening up with the yeah, Licky's been on our radar for a while, and it's like, all right, Booney, come on, he, hasn't, he has though, it's crazy. He hasn't pitched in Major League Baseball since 2015 though, or whatever it was. So it's 
It was just a funny he, way he to. Would have, he would have last year. It was if he a, didn't choose the A's. Right, but he did. Um, so no, it's it's cool, man. And that's uh, I I wonder when we do that uh, or, or hey, maybe we'll mix it in here. But we we love doing the who could be the Cashman deep dive diamond in the rough if things go awry this year. And Licky's the early leader. I don't want to go Ryan Lamar on everybody, but yeah, man. I mean that spot in the bullpen opened up. They they were kind of. They were grilling Booney on it, and I mean he's he's been the the story for a, a little bit now. Yeah, I I gotta watch him pitch more. I've I've only seen like highlights, but yeah, I'm feeling good about everyone. You know what else? What else? I want to talk to you about is Kyle in the office. He's not. He's probably listening. He's Always. posted a couple highlights, and then I watch them on our Twitter, and and then I'm like, what what is that? Like oh. he did Glaber the other day and he's like a smooth diving play. And it was like not a diving play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I think he's trying to stay very, very optimistic, which I appreciate. He also was like, Clint looks great on this fly ball. And Clint looked like shaky as hell catching a pop up. I had no comment. I'm not, I'm not touching that. The people don't like when we talk about Clint. No comment. Well, we gotta, we, you got to be – all right, BBD, what do you feel about that stuff? Um, No comment. Oh, so you guys just don't give your thoughts now? Hey, man, Clint, Clint earned the defense for me last year. Well, I I'm, agree I agree with you on all the Clint stuff. I said that on when we did his PPP a few weeks ago. Yeah, so I'd, check I'd that check out. Check out the PPPs. Did that one come out yet? Yeah, I think that yeah. one was like a full week ago. Yeah, still pretty shaky on that stuff. He he did enough for me last year that I'm going to go in with trust this season, and he can break it pretty quickly. But I'm going to go in with trust. Okay. Catch that ball. That's all I ask. Yeah, maybe maybe that's the end result. I'll, maybe I'll just start judging on just the end result. Get that ball in the glove, baby. That's all I care about. He catches pop flies like he's standing over a campfire. <laughs> Maybe that's that's what he needs to do to catch him. Just like he's just like, you know, barefoot on coals catching a fly ball. Just you know, everyone needs their distraction technique. He needs to he's at the campfire. He's down in Georgia camping and he catches that beautiful butterfly. As long as he catches it. Amen. Uh I I was starting to think that Wade was gonna be in trouble. Mm. But Dietrich hasn't hit at all, so I don't think he is. Yeah, and uh, Every time that my brain runs into that conversation, it's the Yankees love rust, and this is where uh, my brain jumped at when you said, like, everyone looks good in the lineups there. I I almost went to the other end where, okay, let's say all this momentum carries. I think there's still going to be a frustration level because the Yankees are going to mess around with the lineup and <laughs> move guys around, and everyone's going to have a rest day. So, like... Even if everything is grooving, then the Yankees are just gonna mess with our heads a little bit. So I'm, I don't know. I'm starting to wonder that as well because day in day out we're just seeing good lineups. Yeah, no, it. it hey, man, if they did a philosophy change on that, how much would you and I and I think every Yankee fan's day brighten up? But we do know they believe in it. There's a couple off days early, but they're gonna mix in Jay Bruce days, and I, I think the the thing that we're feeling right now is like when Jay Bruce is in the lineup right now, it 
kind of adds a little more balance and, you know, whoever it is, catch your rest, right? Like, uh, yeah. if, if Guardy, you know, Guardy and Clint, we don't care. Jay Bruce subbing in for essentially anyone, you know, you lose probably a little bit, but you also get a little more balance in a veteran at bat that's probably going to be righty versus lefty. So, I mean, pretty much anything that's going on, and I think that's, when you tie it back to Tyler Wade, if, if Tyler Wade subs in for anyone at this point, I mean, there's there's a step down. But, it, you know, I, I get what people are saying about Gio Urshela could cover shortstop for a day. And guess what? Like, he can. Like, I, you know, we, it's not like, oh, we're going to catch a loss today because Gio Urshela is at short. But the Yankees aren't going to do that to him. And Wade is around for speed and defense at other positions, too. So, um, I, I mean, Wade's going Wade's gonna to be there. This is uh, Wade's flipping the script, maybe, Jake. Remember, okay. he's always spring spring training hero? Yeah. 2017, 852 OPS in spring training. 2018, he had uh, a 400 on base percentage, 286 average. 2019, he had an 845 OPS, 345 on base percentage, 300 average. So maybe he's like, you know, I'm not going to waste all my good in spring training. Because I, I think for the last three years, we've said middle of the season, like if Wade fools me again in spring training, mm. I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. And now he's not doing it. So he's just being really nice. So maybe yeah. he's he's fooling us the other way. He's taking the John Sterling approach. I mean, John Sterling laid it out so well today. If you go 30-0 and 0 and you lose your, your first game after spring training, people don't care about spring training. If you go 0-30 but you win your first game, People don't care about spring training. So, save the hits. The Yankees win uh, so gently at the end from Sterling. He said it gently? Oh, yeah. He barely said the the. It cracked Kester up. It was pretty good. The Yankees win. The Yankees win. Exhibition game. Yeah, he's, yeah that's, he did the Yankees win exhibition game. I'll, I'll, as somebody who watches every Sterling yeah. game, he's been pretty like muted on those for most of spring training. Today was like the least excited he's gotten. It's like, dude, this is the time you're on TV, do it. Yeah, but he probably didn't. I mean, he opened up saying how much he didn't think anything mattered. He says that at some point every inning. Yeah, all of his all of his interviews cracked me up because. Kay would ask all these questions and Sterling's first question was just like, you feel healthy to everyone. Yeah. Like even when it got to Boone, he was like, you think the squad's healthy? Yeah. <laughs> Every question. Yeah. <laughs> he, he Sterling knows what the fans care about. Yeah. Not spring training games. And are they healthy? It's true. It's true. That was, yeah, that was pretty good. His first question to Boone was Tyone and Kluwer. They come over there. Do they look healthy? And so yeah. <laughs> he's the best. He's the best. And Dude, they do. Has our has our Hicks PPP gone out yet? BBD, BBD? I believe this weekend. Cause my new my new game. fandom for yeah. Hicks that I that I declared in the PPP is uh it's it's such a hell of a time. Yeah. Like you should have seen me watching his at bats today. Rooting for walks. Like I was giddy. I I bought into my new philosophy of watching Aaron Hicks. I'm yeah. a new fan. Yeah, and I like that first pitch. I took a video. I didn't post it because I didn't think anyone cared. But he was like, he he was three zero, and he swung, 
And I was like, oh, come on, Hicksy. Yeah. Swing 3-0. And then I took a video because I was like, this pitcher thinks he's going to swing 3-1 now, so he's going to try and dance on the edges. Watch this shit. And Hicks just ate it like nothing. Like, I'm not going to swing it 3-1 at your garbage. It's like an inch off the plate. And then just bat flip the hell. And I was in here in my little pillow cave just being like, ha-ha! Grab the pillow. Or grab the pillow. Oh, my God. Grab the fat end of the bat. Chuck the bat. Yeah, man. And uh, it was a voicemail call from the other day, and it's a topic we stumble into a lot. Uh, go check out Lindsey Adler wrote an article for The Athletic today about Hicksy hitting third and, and what it all ties into if you're lazy like me and you're not going to look and you just want the short answer. Uh, it's because of double play stuff. Hicks doesn't hit into double plays, and um, there's a lot of math behind it too. There's a group of nerds that wrote a bat a, a book back in 06 that there's a bunch of science behind it, and that's what the Yankees believe in besides splitting up the lineup. So if, if you think you're into that, go go check it out. So you believe it? What part? So if he was a righty, if he wasn't a switch hitter, and he still had speed, right? Do you still think he'd be batting third? Um, no. No. So then you don't believe it. Well, I I mean you just you change the circumstances. He's a lefty, which I think that helps him get down the line a little quicker. So if he was this if he just didn't bat lefty, but he had the same amount of avoiding double plays that he does, do you think that he would be hitting third? If he was the same exact hitter? I, yeah. I, yes, I I do think, I do think so. Because I don't. I think they're just feeding us a new excuse because they know it's just because he's a lefty. And maybe they believe the double play thing. But if he was a righty with the same speed and the same percentage of doesn't ground in double plays, I do not think he'd still be batting third. So I I, I appreciate that they have another like reason that they're saying they're like actually it's also because of this we have thought about it a lot i appreciate that uh, i don't believe it yeah I, th- I think the only thing i'd counter that with because like, i i skim the article you know me i can barely litter it but can i can i tell you the three the people that got the most at bats in the three hole in 2019 sure voight slow slow gary sanchez slow slow Didi gregorius slow so yeah i don't i i'm glad that they're saying something but i don't believe that at all it's because he's a lefty and that's about it i believe that they've convinced themselves that that's yeah. the reason yeah. so yeah that's i think they if they needed another reason to convince themselves because they get such pushback on it so they've come up with these new numbers about double plays but nothing in their past even says that this is actually what they their number one reason. Yeah, well, what, hurt, what hurts both sides of our argument there when you say that not they're not new numbers. Like, I guess this information's been around for a little bit, but again, you we could each spin that either way. I do think, uh, you know, Aaron Hicks is really good at not hitting into double plays. So mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, if if that wasn't anywhere near his forte, and I mean, he, he walks so much, he sees so many pitches. So I, I do think the formula comes together there that, you know, I, being a lefty definitely doesn't hurt, and that's kind of old-school baseball. That's kind of where our mindsets are at. But I do think the the Yankees analytics nerds do believe in that. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't hit the double plays. I, I do think it's one of the reasons. I think it's, I think if he was not a lefty, he would not be batting third, even with that double play. And it's like when he's out, they just put three of the slowest guys on the team there. So, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It's not like it's the priority. So I appreciate a new 
nugget of philosophy, but I, I, I does not waver my, this doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I go read the article. We love Lindsay. Um, and like the, the third spot in the batting order is a clear outlier of opportunities to hit into double plays. And it's all about valuing outs, blah, blah, blah. Geeks. Um, Jim, you want to talk about some injuries? Yeah, we got. I said we have some injuries. Let's get into them. Jim, you know it's good for injuries. No, it's good for pain. More pain. More pain. I mean, that's kind of a you or me method. Like bottom out. You yeah. got. You, oh yeah. You got to find the threshold. Uh, but then at some point you want French f- bread. Uh, BBD with CBD while you're listening mm. to PPPs. Jimmy, cushy dreams. CBD, man. If you're if you're feeling it, lower back maybe, maybe your knee. What's hurting you the most right now, Jimmy? If you feel your body, upper back, upper back, man. Cushy dreams. Their CBD, Jim. We got to do. We're gonna have to smoke more in an alley this week. Um, again, it's one of the punishments of this gig. But uh, we love Cushy Dreams. They've been so good to us. They've got, it looks like weed. Uh, BBD's got it on the table. Throw it over here, BBD. Throw that puck over. We've got it over here. I might get lit after this. I might might get lit during this. We love Cushy Dreams, and they love us. Promo code YANKS for 20% off your next order. YANKS. Promo code Yanks, Cushy Dreams, Yanks. Go check it out. And we've honestly, like, you know, I love blowing smoke up your guys' butts, but we've gotten a lot of feedback from Talking Yanks listeners that they've got it and they really enjoy it. So that's been really cool to see because we like partnering with people we actually like to work with. So Cushy Dreams, promo code Yanks, 20% off your next order. CBD with BBD, listening to PPPs. That's how you get rid of your stress. What do you think uh, CBD stands for? Um, Convoluted bugs dumps. Close. What was it? It's it's not an acronym. It's one word. Cannabidiol. Oh, yeah. I think I kind of knew that. Cannaboidial, something like that. Yeah. Oh my God! I went to the dispensary in Colorado. Walked into two John Boy Media fans. It's pretty cool. It's a cool feeling. Guy was giving me a tour of all the gummies and stuff, and then oh, this isn't interesting. I don't know. Never mind. Yeah, a little bit. No, it's it's a it's a flex on our end. But whenever whenever that happens, it's a pretty cool feeling. Yeah, I was gonna tell a different story. That's. Doesn't matter at all. Okay. Cushy Dreams, CBD, promo code Yanks. Um, Injuries. Injuries, man. There was a a slight scare today. Gary had a ball fouled off his wrist. He's fine. He stayed in the game. Um, Boone answered after the game and said he's fine. So we're not even going to do that. I love – Jim, I've got another thing that's a little off the injury. I love Gary's look right now. He's going with the headband. He's got just a little extra lettuce with the fade. It's yes. Over the weekend, uh, he in the middle of the at bat took like the helmet off. It's like jarring how he like like he fits it under the helmet well. Yeah, you don't know till he takes it off. Yeah, he's trying to match Davey for cuteness. Like they're trying to do like a you know older brother little brother picture on the mound after a start. Mm, I like and that. He's got, 
he got pissed off about all the Kratz's Davy's dad stuff, and he was like, "I'm Davy's older brother," so they have the same hair now. Okay. Just, you know. Yeah, because I do have yeah, Gary. Gary looks good. I mean, he just looks he just looks very comfortable with everything he's doing. Yeah, I do have him a little sexier than Davy, and that's probably the age thing, kind of like what you're mentioning. You know, Davy's still Davy's still a young bloke. Um, bloke, bloke. Uh, Severino threw off a mound. Uh, on Tuesday, so we like that. I know we posted some of it. I know Pinstripe Strong was posting some of the presser. Um, our Sevy PPP is out there. Go check out all the PPPs. But hey, can I? Can I? Can I? Uh, I opened up about how excited I am for the Yankees, and yeah. I like this feels like a great year. I think I'm taking it upon myself to be like the the hose man. Okay. On the Sevy hype train. Okay. It's too much. Stop. It's almost like it's almost like um when I'm the hose man on the Martian. Like stop. Yeah. Stop. He threw one bullpen session. We can't have Chad Green saying he looked like he was ready to start tomorrow. We can't have the guys Matt Blake saying, Yeah, he looks like he's stop. Dude came off Tommy John. He threw one bullpen. Like he can be a really good player for us the rest of this season. But almost, I was almost like a little grossed out by the hype train after one bullpen session. Like he's gonna get into Sevy's head, then he's gonna Clark Schmidt himself throwing too hard, too fast. Just stop, calm, slow down. Did you say Tommy United- Jom? Tommy Jom sounded yeah. like you said Tommy Jom. Maybe I don't Which know. I I'm like that a lot. Staring at pillows, talking to myself. <laughs> I uh, here's what I'll say. I'm I'm on the. The Sevy train, obviously. I I believe he'll be back. I understand what you're saying. And how about this? I, I can have you mention. I'm on the train. I'm just telling the driver, like, hey, slow, a little slower. He's, he's, we still got some winding turns ahead. Like, just slow down. Jim, I think what we can better do to regulate it is that, like, bad stuff happens over the course of a baseball season, whether slumps, injuries, whatever it is. Like, that's just – that's baseball Susan. Like, right now – Keeping Sevy in the not excited pile is a lot safer. Like, if we keep him over there, then there's less risk of somebody else making the jump over to the bad pile. So I'm okay with that. Um, but, yeah, feed feed Daddy some Sevy. I'm excited about it. If when We got so long to go. So long to go. Like, it's one bullpen session. I... It is. It is. How, how many Tommy John guys have setbacks? Like we got so, and and a setback is fine. That's like right. why, like that, like you know what I mean. Like we should be accept, expecting like one minor setback, and that's normal. Yeah. So I just, I just feel like the he's gonna come, you know, he's gonna come back and be a lights out starter. Like pump the brakes. Like let don't don't force him into where he doesn't need to be forced. Like take it, take it easy, Savvy. Yeah, I think you know rehab like how you're gonna rehab. I, I'll say this as another kind of slight counter to it is that, you know, I do want the team to feel that energy. Like, you know, Luis Severino, when he's right, should easily be the second best pitcher on this team. Like, he, you know, he's a part of this organization for a while. He's he's known the guys coming up through the minor leagues and all that. Like, Sevy getting on the mound, I, I do want the guys to feel that energy. Yeah, I mean, for the players, of course, you want them to be excited. I mean, the players think everyone's the best, and that's how they should. Like, you ask a player, you know, well, how do you think 
Gary's going to be. Oh, he's going to be an MVP. Yeah. And how do you think? How do you think Kluber's looks? Oh man, you got we got Cy Young on the mound for us. Like, of course they're going to say that shit. Why would they not say that stuff? Give Daddy that Kluber ball too. Um, the not so fun injury stuff. Uh, Miguel Andujar. Uh, they just came out with some more quotes on him. They said it was a hand thing. We were starting to get into hand stuff territory. And then a Boone just came out after the game and said there's a muscle strain and there's some nerve stuff going on. So, you know, a bummer. Uh, just obviously not exciting news. It, it would be a lot more fun if we were on here talking, you know, Andujar looks lights out. Is there going to be a world where he ever fits in? I mean, this he was on the back burner and now, like, he ain't even on the stove. I feel bad for Andujar because I, 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 as we've said a lot, he wasn't breaking the opening day roster. They were going to send him to triple a to just get a ton of at bats and get every day at bats and get back to who he can be with the bat. Um, you know, the major issue is that he's never advanced himself. Whoa. What the hell is this? He never advanced himself, um, with the glove anywhere. So that, that's, but you know, I, I was excited for him. So I do feel bad for Anduhar because, he was supposed to be getting everyday at bats at AAA, and will he? I don't. How long is this going to be? I still don't think. I still don't think they've said. I still. I don't know if they're being coy or what's going on. But I mean, not good news. I mean, you know, this doesn't change the Yankees' plans at all. He he didn't have any value. They weren't going to trade him. They weren't going to put him on the roster. He was just going to be at AAA getting at bats, and now those at bats are delayed a little bit. It, it changes Andujar's potential career outlook a little bit. Yeah. Um if if this is a significant injury, which that's that's upsetting and, and I feel bad. I feel terrible for him. Yeah, that's what uh, you know, Booney said something about nerves and you just, you know, those are connected throughout the body. Oh, Dr. Jake's here, thank God. Um but yeah, we'll we'll see what we hear next on Anduhar. You're you're right. I mean, there's no direct impact for now and hopefully you know, you hear next time we hear about him, he's doing great things at the the training site, or AAA's kicked off and he's raking or something like that. But yeah, right now he's uh, he's very out of the Yankees picture. Um, yeah, I think uh, the the next guy there is uh, Chirinos. Robinson. Robinson Chirinos, uh, a guy that came in with the Yankees. I think uh, some people were surprised. They thought maybe he was battling with Higgy. We never really bought into that at all. He, uh, what is it, a wrist? Four to six weeks, something like that, Beeper? Yeah, he was recommended to have surgery on the fractured wrist. It was a very judgy in uh, play, if you remember, when he got hit there. Right. It, it looked kind of like the exact same play. Yeah. So What, the Jacob Junis one? I didn't see it. He just took a pitch to the wrist? Yeah, yeah. took a pitch to the wrist, immediately came out. And yeah. wasn't That part wasn't surprising. Surgery, he got a second opinion. And yeah, he's having it four to six weeks. So, not so fun. This is, yeah this this is a uh, a rude conversation we have to have. So yes, preface it that way. Yes, the, like this sucks for Torinos because he could have had a really good spring and then opted out of the Yankees uh, minor league deal and went and got gone somewhere. A team that needs a backup catcher, a needs that needs a catcher that can split time. Like that was his best case kind of here. Um, or if he wanted to stay on the Yankees because he thought that he would get called up soon, he could have. That option's taken out of his hands, which is bad for Chirinos. 
but it's kind of nice for the Yankees because he's not going to opt out now. He's going to rehab with the Yankees, and and then when he's healthy, probably rehab in the Yankees minor league camp and play triple-A ball and, and hang around and, until the Yankees need him or opt out later on, and this just keeps him on the Yankees' depth chart as the you know, third, fourth string whenever he's healthy instead of the Yankees losing him in two weeks. Yeah. He'll he'll get to rehab with the Yankees. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. <laughs> Man, the, the next time we hear about him, we're going to be a couple weeks in the season. And <laughs> be we'll see what that world looks like. Looks like kind of good news for Rob Brantley having a big spring training. Uh, in theory, I think he would be the third string catcher if something happens to Gary or Higster. But uh, yeah, no, uh, the Trinus news is a bummer. But you're right. I mean, as from a Yankee fan angle, uh, we kind of are gonna get be able to hold on an asset for longer than we may have been able to. So, what I wish we didn't didn't Max give us a list of NRI guys by position, or did he not? Um, do you remember? I don't know if he gave us like a comprehensive list of stuff. We. Had him make a couple. It's pretty easy to find on on the Fangraphs roster resource. What are you looking for? Catchers. I don't think they're going to go with if if Higgy or Gary gets hurt. I don't think they're going to go with Brantley for more than a day or a weekend. Yeah, so, you don't think so? No, I think they bring someone in. Maybe you know if they got to get rid of Talkman at the end of at the end of camp here. Maybe they trade him for a third string catcher somewhere out there. Uh, who knows? Yeah, I mean, Rob Brantley's played Major League Baseball, right? Um, yeah, yeah, no, he has. He's been around for a while. He's 30 years old. Swing, um, swinging a lefty stick. I don't know. I think the Yankees play their analytics card for a little bit and see if they can strike gold for a week or two. He hasn't played more than one game in MLB since 2017. He's been on their radar, though, Jim. I'm 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 saying if like Gary or Higgy go down for a month, I don't think Brantley's yeah, unless they're having like time. an a, an IL stint that they expect to be exactly ten days. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't expect. Then then it, yes, but... in that case. But if if it's if it's a prolonged injury I, in in the early season, I I wouldn't be surprised if like if if they got to move Talkman, they want to get something for Talkman because Bruce is taking his spot on the roster. Then going and finding the third string out there, I don't know. Someone in the chat just said Tyler Flowers is still out there. Like that wouldn't shock me. Yeah, no, I mean that's uh, that could very much be open in the conversation. Um, How about our dude Austin Wells? He's getting a lot of love, man. I mean, I'll say this at the same time, like you know, the athlete conversation you just had, like you know, Austin Wells in his first time, kind of really joining the Yankees as the first round pick. You you're expecting a lot of love, and oh yeah, he, he looks like. The real deal, but the the words have been gushing. If if anything, more a little more than casual. One for three with a walk and a stolen base. How about that? And he DM'd me this morning. So ooh, flex, uh, flex on him. Uh, yeah. I mean, did you see my Insta story this morning? I looked like I was in heaven. Yeah, yeah. You were driving through the hills, baby. So. Just a little like, wow, where are you? Wish I could be with you. What was this that last awesome, part? What was, what was that? Don't make me don't make me go through my personal messages, Jake. 
I mean, I kind of now. But no, I'm... they're giving him a lot of love, and they're giving him a lot of love. Like he's he's putting in a lot of work defensively. Like they're giving a lot of love for his hitting, and then a lot of he's he's really putting in the work defensively, which I think means like he's they they're surprised they didn't think he would look good defensively. I don't know. Yeah, I forget what the exact quote was at some point. Swanson had a quote about like the amount of progress he's made in just the first year. Yeah, I like how about this for Austin Wells when I think they update the prospect rankings mid year. I, I think we need Austin Wells to like hop into our top seven and be like, Oh yeah, he's looked better than we thought defensively and that lefty swing plays. Mm-hmm. I think on mm-hmm. some lists he's already in our top five. Sick Whatever list they referenced on the broadcast today, I think had him number five. That was that was just John Sterling's. Yeah, yeah, probably. List. That was Sterling's list of uh, which ones he places of? to get water. The Dirt. wells. Yeah, good one, Jay. That was a wells joke, everybody. I was gonna, I was gonna say that Trey Ambergie's on Sterling's top five Yankees <laughs> list because just he one doesn't of the names call he him knows. that. What's he calling? He calls him Ambergay every time. <laughs> That's right. He's, Ambergay. Ambergay. Yeah. Ambergay. Are there any other injuries? I mean, I don't think so. Um, No. I think we got him. No. Gary Has Chassin pitched again? Does he still look bad? I don't know if we've seen Chassin again. Mike uh, Mike King was back out there today, which is now an event at the office. Um, Yeah. No, I, I think. The only other thing that I don't know if it's a conversation for now or next time, but, uh, you know, we we talked about how good Domingo Herman's been looking. I, I think it's it's hard to imagine him not being the fifth starter. I, I would just be curious to if they're, they're still going to do funny business with him or do they say, like, he won the spot? I, I just – I haven't played that out in my head yet because I don't know how funky the Yankees are going to get with – you know, Lucas Litke or whatever else they're going to do in the bullpen. But, um, I mean, Domingo Herman's the fifth starter, right? I mean, I don't even know about fifth. Like, he might get the ball before Gumby. But not that that really matters in order. But right. They might, because it would be, Tyone would be the three. So you might go righty Herman and then lefty Gumby. To split up the lefties, but like, none of that matters. One through five, yeah. Garrett Cole's number one, and then it's going to be a hodgepodge. But he'll be in the starting rotation for sure. He looks, he looks fantastic. And and then it just wonders, do they leave Davy off? And I thought it was a good question by K today. Like, well, if Davy doesn't crack the opening day roster, like, is he going to be able to stay stretched out in the alternate site because yeah. minor leagues doesn't start till April twentieth or whatever, May first. Does anyone remember Boone's answer to that question? I think he just bullshitted because I don't remember it. Yeah, I think I feel like during that line of questioning, he went just as generic as possible and he said, We're going to need bodies and, you know, to get through this yeah. season, blah, blah, blah. So, no, I mean, it, it's a it deep cut Yankee fans, which everyone listening to this is. It, it's going to be a storyline. I mean, there's there's going to be some some action at the alternate side again and it'll, it'll be interesting. I'm sure we're going to get some, some, where was that guy taking photos from last year? He was like on top of the mountain. Connor, what's his name? Connor Foley. Connor Foley. I had it, I had it first. Uh, well, it was tough to hear because it seems like you're, there's some problems with your mic on your end. Um, oh. it, it looks like it's getting caught on I'm your. Thinking about, I'm thinking about getting in the chokers. It's getting caught on your throat. 
I had a weird thing in college. I I, I had a crush on a girl that wore a choker for a little bit. Mm. I guess it wasn't a weird thing. That's not weird. Saw some dong in Key West. Where on the beach? Uh, Garden of Eden. It's a uh, it's a bar where you can get naked at. Uh, of course, you went to that. Yeah. I mean, Zach and I saw a guy last week just around the corner. Yeah. Did you get naked That's at Garden of Eden? I did not. So we uh we kind of messed up. Um, because if you can imagine this place in Key West, it's like on the rooftop of a bar. Um, and so we went kind of to to start the night. At like after dinner, and uh, and that's not a place you start. That's that's a place you go towards the end to see if it's getting weird. Um, so yeah, I mean there was just like the three regular naked guys who, you know, if you had to point out the three guys you'd least rather see naked, it was probably them. Um, so that was cool. Um, were they groomed up? Did you tell them about Manscaped? Yeah, no. I mean, they uh, they knew what they were doing. This wasn't their first rodeo. I mean, there's one guy. <laughs> my favorite guy was there's was a guy that was just back to the DJ's booth and he was wearing like a beach hat. So oh, I nice. so I guess he wasn't naked. Um, Surpri- I'm surprised you didn't know Key West was a party town. I guess because you didn't grow up watching MTV. Just dumb. Yeah, no. I uh, I had no idea. Like I I thought it was like a boating. Like yuppie area because it's isolated, but yeah, and we'll uh we'll deep dive on this on on JJR Wednesday. But dude, I arrived, so we landed at like seven p.m. and so because it's a beach town and a party town, like seven eight p.m. is the witching hour. That's when all the day drinkers are like stumbling through the road and they've been cooked by the sun and they're still trying to survive. So I was walking through town at that time, and I was like, holy crap, like, where are we? And then after that, it got better because the, the zombies turned into corpses. But, yeah, it was I, was I was a little caught by surprise by that. You think Phil Nevin would fit in great down there? Yes, Phil Nevin loves Key West. He's drinking. In his head, he's at Irish Kevin's drinking right now. Mm. How about that? So... What was one other thing you liked in Colorado? I didn't do anything. We just stayed in the house. Okay. Played code names. Oh. I built a little igloo, then it collapsed for my nephew. Took my nephew sledding down the driveway, then I had to pull him up the driveway. I was very sore after that. Yeah, that's exhausting. Oh, so exhausting. And he wouldn't let me stop for water. He was like, I need water. No, no more sledding. No. So I was like, well, you want me to eat the snow? And he was like, yeah. So I ate a lot of snow. <laughs> You're a sled dog. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically a sled Tired. dog. Oh, <laughs> uh, what, about, what about the Yankees? How many more games do they have? What's going on? Ooh. How close are we to opening day? So that's interesting. Let's bring it up. Because, yeah, they, they said on the broadcast, they're like, we're a little over the halfway point. And I kind of did a little, hmm, what does that mean? Um. Because it's, what, a week from Thursday? No, two weeks from Thursday. 13 games are scheduled. Okay, so, I mean, we're... 13 more? Yeah, man, we're kind of... We hit the point. I guess we're going to we're gonna see... I want to see each starting pitcher build up a little more. Like, we got to get these guys to, what, 60 bullets, 70 bullets? Yes. Yeah. 
Um, oh, we're going to be fucked for the Tyone. We're going to be fucked for the Tyone game, man. He's going to strike he, out like eight. He's bullshit. Yeah. What's up with that? He's a jerk. He's a jerk. Um, I tweeted at him. I told him. Dude, like, Jim, crazy. you should, you should, I think Talking Yanks posted it. You should look up Kluber's curveball was looking like an outpitch. The clue ball. It's not a curveball. The, the Kluber ball. The clue ball. The clue Kluber ball. ball. Clue ball. Kluber balls. Kluber's balls. Dude, it's like a nice, nice shape outpitch, which I didn't think he still had that. I'll taste other dudes. So I'm about to get on the Kluber watch- train. I didn't get to watch Kluber, so we'll see. I'm all, I'm all over the Tyone train. Yeah, we are the Tyone train. I love his interviews. Yeah. Pretty excited. His weird, funky delivery and- weirds me out. Is Cole done anything? Davey? Davey had Just another being- good outing. Davey had another nice outing. Uh, Garrett Cole was wearing nice sunglasses the other day. That was nice. Um, yeah, no, I don't. I I don't think I've seen too much Hulise. Shasin, Shasin. All right, I want to start talking about things that are so far ahead of. Like we have thirteen more games left. I was just about to ask um, you what the Blue Jays' opening day lineup is going to be. But oh we're boy, so far away yeah, yeah, yeah. Two full weeks away. I think Dave, Davey's on the, the whole spring on eight innings, two runs. I think both runs were in that first appearance. So since then, two like solo shots. Good. He's got Davey's at like 10Ks. Yeah, two solo shots. Chassin, three games, four innings, four earned runs. So I still think that with the pitching, they're going to they're gonna spread them out as much as possible because they basically do. You, is this guy going to be in the postseason? Then yes, okay. Well, then he needs a couple weeks off in the middle of the season, or it needs to be a six-man rotation. Blah 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 blah. So I think Chassin, even if he looks bad, might just be a body to start the season. I still kind of agree with that. I'm getting really roped into them playing the starting nine a lot. Yeah, because uh, they're this is the most we've ever seen every lineup be good in spring training, and maybe Cressy. It's like, hey, do yoga yeah. and stay active every day because that's the formula other teams do, and they don't get injured all the time. Dude, we've, we've, you, s- we've said this. If, if Cressy, I mean, if Stanton, Judge, Kluber, Tyone are healthy this year, I mean, Cressy deserves, like, a, a big hug. Yeah, but it's not even that. It's it's that I, I hope Cressy, one, keeps those guys healthy, and two, says stop resting them every four days. Yeah. Because we've seen so many other teams that just throw them out there, and they've stayed healthier. And so that, I'm I'm brainwashing myself into thinking that they're not going to do as many punt days as they have in the past. And also, I've been clamoring for that for three years and and screaming for it since Boone came over, and they just started punt days all the time. And I I'm going to be wrong. I'm going to get so upset when that happens. Yes. But. I think the, the one of the last kind of check marks I think that's left, Stanton said he's going to play in the outfield at some point by the end of spring training. I forget when he said that, oh, but wow. I know he said that. Um, and maybe there's an element of 
fewer days off, you don't tighten up as much. Maybe there's an element of maybe a certain like can run around in the outfield a little bit. He won't tighten up and not get hurt when he runs the bases. I would. Be cool. uh, I'd I'd be interested to see that become a storyline of sorts because it it could change the dynamic a little bit. But um, and Jim, the other thing, I mean, and again, we're not. Luckily, we're not talking about this. But the first fourteen games. The Yankees have four off days. So there is a world where the Yankees could run their everyday lineup out there. Everybody stays healthy. You are going to get the one and two subs. I mean, you're going to get Jay Bruce sneaking in for dudes. You're going to get Clinton Gardy rotate, and you're going to mix in a Hicks day off. And I I think the other thing that my brain just jumped to um, is that, like, Hicks and Glaber look – like, they look better than they did after last, like, after guys came back from COVID. Like, Hicks was gliding and catching fly balls today. Like, last year he kind of, he lost that for a little bit. And all these guys have pretty much said that they feel better and are looking better. So it's, yeah, it's happy times. Happy times. Except I just, I just, I just talked, I just talked all my happiness into frustration. <laughs> Cause they're going to, they're going to, yeah they're going to win the first two series and then it's going to be Sunday and it's going to be like Bruce and right field guardian center Dietrich and left Higgy behind the plate Higgy behind the dish. Yeah. And then whatever else. And then they're going to win that game. And then I'm going to look dumb for caring. Yeah. And then we're going to do the regular season gambit over and over again. Okay, so we've got a couple off days and we've got a series at Tampa. So we know they're going to rest guys for that because 20 years in, we haven't learned what shoes to wear on turf. I, I... <laughs> Stop reminding me of all the things I hate about this Yankees decision-making group. Dude, it's going to be such a wild year. I, I keep going. They treat, they treat the turf at Tampa... <laughs> Like lava. Yeah. Yeah. The Kiermaier plays every day in center there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can't get him back-to-back days on the turf. Why? Yeah. Dude, uh, the Rays are just in the Yankees' heads. Yeah. Big time. Imagine if they had to play a playoff series down there. No. Try Way to piss to. me off, Jake. I opened the show with how excited this team Come and on. now you just reminded me about how dumb their decision-making is sometimes. What if I tell you we're going to get 100 more baseball games this year than last year? 102. That's super exciting. That's exciting. I... They better not. Don't. Eat the microphone. Play the guys. Play your best players. Play the guys. Play the guys. So that so series number two is in Tampa. Series number three. Okay. Blue I still t- want them to go to six man rotation. So that's so that would be Cole Tyone Kluber. Ooh, I kind of like that, Jim. A little a little early season bully sesh. Yeah, I told you. I, this is. I still want them to go two man because then you go Blue Jays. You go Blue Jays opening the year. Cole. Cole Kluber Tyone or Cole Tyone Kluber, however you want to do it, then who do they play next? After the Orioles. So then you go Orioles, you go 
Monty Herman, Herman Davey. Zombie Davey. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have the Rays and you go Cole Tyone Kluber. And then then you, the next series is against two. Blue Jays. So, Rays, Blue Jays. So then Blue Jays, then then the Blue Jays get to see Herman, uh Monty, Davey, and then the next series against the Rays again, right? Yeah. And Sneaky, then you go Cole Tyone Kluber again. That's that's how I want to do it, but we'll see what they do. I mean, I'm giving I'm giving all the pitchers extra rest there. And you're playing your best pitchers against the in-division opponents. It's just don't sit the guys on the turf because you're scared of the turf monster. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting to see that play out. It's gonna be I know Cole says he likes the regular rest. Um, you wonder if they get funky with a bullpen day somewhere. You got the four off days early too. It's exciting. We can start dreaming about this stuff. That means we're getting close. Uh, anything else, Timmer, for that? No. Down with I'm Bama. Go Iona. Go Iona. I don't know how many foreigners does Bama have. Not five. Uh, three, depending on if you consider Canada foreigners. If you don't, then one. I, I well, does Iona have more than five? Are they counting Canada? I mean, I only are any of the Bama. five on Iona from Canada, BBD? Because if no, then we're not counting Canada. <laughs> Iona basketball Quick. roster. Iona hoops roster. Search to end this talking. Yanks when do they episode. play? When do Thursday? No, dude. It's all mess. It's all messy. They're doing the like play-in games they normally do on Tuesday. They're doing those mm-hmm. on Thursday. So hold up. What's the first day? Friday. None of them are Canadian on Iona. So can so Canada okay. does not. Canada count. doesn't count. Those are local. So Alabama has two foreigners. Uh, they have one, one if you don't include the Canada guys. Three if you do. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Come on, Alabama. Network. Imagine being a foreigner and having to go play basketball in Alabama. I literally can't. Where's the one foreigner from that's on Alabama, BBD? Uh, Paris, France. Wow. Oh, wow. They must rip him apart. Oh, <laughs> Alabama's head coach is Nate Oates. I think he was at Buffalo for a little bit. All right. Well, he's not He's not sleazy Patino. <laughs> Jeez. He's the best. Bum, 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 bum. Dude, you got to watch bum, Iona bum, games. He looks even sleazier these days. Yeah, he's crazy. man. No, yeah. but you, he's always been sleazebag. He looks sleazier than ever. It's not like he's on a redemption tour to clean up his act. He's on an FU tour. Be like, I'm going to beat you and drip my sleaze onto your shoes. Thanks, everyone. Iona. Thanks, everyone. See you on whatever day is the next day we do this. PPP tomorrow. PPP tomorrow. Wednesday's next time this is out. Tell them, Grams. Oh, yeah. Tell them, Grams. Go, Iona. Let's go,